0: Well, greetings, all of our family and friends. We want to welcome you to the Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Apostle Nathaniel Leon, and I'm so excited to welcome you to our podcast. I'm going to ask you to, if you would, do the work of the evangelist, share the podcast, like the podcast. We believe that God is going to speak supernaturally. We've got a very special broadcast today. Uh, We're going to be hearing... The word of the Lord from myself and my good friend, Apostle Phil Vermellon, all the way from London, England. He's uh, ready. He's about to come on in just a few minutes. So I'm going to ask you to share the broadcast, uh, like the broadcast, let somebody know on, hit that hit that button of share. What that is, is sharing the good news of Jesus. And we believe as we do that, God is going to be glorified in a great, great way. So if you can, One more time, share the broadcast like. Thank you for joining us. Let us know where you're joining in. Uh, Good to see you, uh, Ricky and Savannah. Welcome. Good afternoon. The blessing of the Lord. on I'm going to give you just one more minute. I'm going to bring the apostle on and we're going to begin to share the word of the Lord. Uh, Again, we're going to be talking about freedom through the power of an altar. Uh, You see, we're wearing our Raising the Altar shirt. It's Raising the Altar season, and we believe that God is going to be ministering in a mighty, mighty way. So I'm going to prepare in just one more minute. If you would uh, hit that button, let us know where you're joining from. Uh, Let us know where you're watching from. Sister Melissa, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for being with us. We're going to have a great time in just a moment. Uh, we're going to be bringing uh, our good covenant friend and brother, Apostle Phil Vermelon from My Church, London. He's the senior overseer of churches in london in uh also he's a, the covering and apostolic oversight of works in ireland works in south africa and different places around the world also building a work in florida so there's a lot that's happening uh sister anna rosa thank you for joining us So i'm gonna ask you one more time to share the broadcast like the broadcast and as we we welcome Apostle Phil Vermelon I'm going to ask you to give the Lord a, a great a great. God bless you for him. He's coming on now, and we're going to go ahead and start this broadcast. Uh, Apostle Phil, how are you doing, my friend? How's everything going?
1: Yeah, greetings, greetings to you, Apostle Nathaniel, and to all our viewers. It's so good to be back once again on the freedom broadcast. I know God is going to speak clearly tonight. I'm really, really excited to be with my covenant brother and family um you know the bible talks about god gets the lonely in family and when you look at god in its entirety god himself is a family we came from a family sent to a family raised by a family and sent to start our own family and i'm so excited to be with family tonight well in the uk it's tonight in california it's um afternoon and uh, different parts of the world it's Whatever time, I want to bring you you greetings and say hi. And we're looking forward to a great time tonight, Apostle.
0: Oh, what a blessing. Well, we're so honored to have you on the Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. I'm going to ask if you're watching to share the broadcast, to like the broadcast. Uh, Those watching from London, be sure. Uh, to, to share that link so our London brethren can get on there. Those watching from South Africa, from the Netherlands, let us know where you're watching from, Sister Anna Rosa. Welcome, Sister Nicole. Welcome. We're going to start with just a word of prayer in just a moment, and we're going to ask that God would be glorified. Uh, so good to see Pastor Anne Line. Pastor Anne is on, and we're grateful for her and, uh, and the family and the My Church family. We're going to start with just a word of prayer in just a minute. And then we're going to get straight to the word so heavenly father we just come before you we invite your presence upon this podcast we pray that as we share the word of god give us wisdom give us counsel give us the understanding of the lord give us wisdom and revelation to see and to hear what thus says the lord open up our understanding open up our ears to hear, open up our eyes to see, and move us boldly into the next season. I pray miracles and signs and wonders would accompany the teaching and preaching of the word that as we share the word of the Lord, let your glory manifest. And as the altar is risen in London, in South Africa, in Southern California, let the glory of the Lord be seen in the land of the living. We seal this now in Jesus' mighty name and let everyone that agrees say amen. 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 So I'm going to be sharing just a few moments, and we're going to be going back and forth. You're going to be hearing from myself, and Apostle Phil, uh, again, all the way from London. The the Lord is doing an amazing thing. Uh, And then we're going to be talking in just a little bit uh, about some up-and-coming events. We're going to be having the raising of the altar next month. It'll be myself, uh, excuse me, next week, myself, Apostle Phil, uh, and uh, Pastor Juan and Michelle from uh, from the, the, the area of Florida, St. Augustine, Florida, then at the end of the month, there's going to be an amazing time. Uh, people are converging from all over the world uh, to be with us in London at the Way of the King Conference. So I've got those flyers to share with you. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but uh, the theme this week is uh, out of Romans 8.21, and uh, Romans 8.21 says this because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. And we're talking today about raising the altar. You see, Apostle Phil has his altar shirt on, so do I. We're in altar preparation mode. We're getting ready next week to come to Florida Uh, And a mighty outbreak of the Spirit of God is going to happen in St. Augustine, Florida with our Freedom South Campus family. It's going to be amazing, but I want to encourage you listening by the Spirit that God has ordained His presence to bring liberty and freedom to creation. And the only way there can be freedom in creation is when we raise up living altars. Now we know the altar is in the church. We know the altar is a place of encounter, a place of meeting between God and man. But the only way creation will be delivered from the bondage of corruption is that the sons and daughters of God prepare themselves for manifestation. The answer to the world around us is the kingdom of God in men and women, The ecclesia is the greatest power on the planet because it carries the Holy Spirit. It carries the power of God. And we're gonna look at one of our key verses. I'm gonna take you there and we're gonna go from there. I'm gonna pass it to Apostle and we're gonna go back and forth. First Kings chapter 18 verses uh, number 30, the Bible says this is one we often read. First Kings 18 and verse number 30, the Bible says that Elijah uh, is now standing against a spirit and a force. Elijah in 1 Kings 18 is uh there's a there's a, a curse on the land. There's been no rain for three and a half years. The land is barren. Uh the reason it's happened because the king is now in league, in in covenant relationship with Jezebel. Jezebel is now uh Baal's representative, and now they've risen altars around the nation uh in Israel to Baal, and Baal worship is corruption. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things I began to study this morning on one of the few things Baal worship does. So Mm. the nation is now backslidden. There's no rain in the land. Jezebel is influencing Ahab. And one of the things that Baal worship does uh, is it number one of the, one of the things they do in their worship sacrifices. I didn't know this is that requires infant sacrifice. Uh, they want to sacrifice babies. Number two, it, it involves sexual immorality, homosexual immorality, heterosexual immorality, even pedophilia. And number three, it involves pantheism, which is the worship of the creation above the creator. And they mm-hmm. do it in the name of Mother Earth. And these three signs of worship demonically are are we see them thousands of years ago in the time of Elijah, but we're seeing them today the enemy trying to come in and steal and kill and destroy. But I wanna encourage you, there is an answer when darkness comes in, when demonic influence comes in, and when perversion rises, the Demon. church has an answer and the church has a solution. It Demon. is the power of the blood of Jesus upon a remnant. There are Elijahs like Apostle Phil in London, like uh, Pastor uh, Pastor Wilmar and different men of God stationed in, in, uh, stationed in South Africa. Around the world, there is a remnant who have not bowed their knee to Baal. They will not compromise. They are holding up the banner of the blood of Jesus. They are raising up altars through fasting, through prayer, through decreeing the word of the Lord, and they stake in the ground and saying, we're taking London back for Jesus. That's what this Way of the King conference is about coming. That's what next week, our conference in in uh, Florida is about seeing Florida moved by the power of the Holy Ghost and their coming revival. And this is one of the keys that we want to operate in, that we as Elijah's in the land, we as men and women of God will stand up and say, Israel's turning back to the Lord. California's turning back to Jesus, that we will not sit idly by, First 1 Kings 18.30, it says Elijah called to the, the people near unto him and the people came and he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been broken down. So the enemy wants to break down the altars of Jehovah and erect altars to Baal. The enemy wants demonic altars that bring spirits of influence that are not from God. But I wanna encourage you, there are a remnant in the lamb who are ready for war and who are ready for battle. Go ahead, Apostle. Mm-hmm.
1: Amen. Amen. Such a powerful uh, declaration. And I believe, you know, the answer to every crisis in the earth, and we've been making this declaration for for years and for months, every crisis in the earth demands an altar. I want to say this. Uh, you look Come at on. 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 30. The first thing that is required... Uh, to raise an altar is that we have to draw near. And I want to encourage those who are listening to us that the answer to the crisis is that we have to draw near. Who do we have to draw near to? There are designations, my God, there are designations in the earth that God is sectioned and sanctioned to carry a move of God that will be an answer to the crisis we see in government, the Mm -hmm. crisis we see in marriage, the crisis we see in relationships, the crisis we see in ministry. I believe the answer to that is an altar. And I'm glad you asked what is an an altar. An Mm -hmm. altar is a meeting place with God. Why do you think the scripture explicitly says where the spirit of the Lord is, come on. there is liberty. Come on. So for liberty to come Lida, to our finances, for liberty to come to our ministries, for mm. liberty to come to our relationships, to our finances, to everything that pertains to our life, we have to invite the king of kings, to come and occupy our altars. Why? Because an altar is a meeting place between heaven and mm. earth. and altar mm. is a place where God uh, connects. and altar is a place of new beginnings. and altar is a place designated for God to meet. Every altar demands the deity to come meet with it. So when we say where else? for where the spirit of the Lord is, mm-hmm. there is. Liberty. We are dealing with freedom. We have seen in the news. We have seen in our schools. We have seen in the banking system. Yes. that There is a bondage. There is a binding. There is a, 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 a ceiling on everything we are doing in the earth. But I want to declare to you tonight, and I want to declare to you today, that when we establish an altar, Come on. When we invite God to come in a habit, the praises. Because we are his people. Remember the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. Come on. So when we establish an altar, one of the yeah, ways bye-bye. of establishing an altar is to come together, is to gather together, is to gather, is to gather, is to pull together, is, to, is to your joint supplies, my joint supplies. Let me say this: the enemy wants to keep you isolated, the mm. enemy wants to keep you as a separatist. The enemy Enemy wants to keep you uh, 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 not connected to the vine, but I want to encourage and prophesy to you today that God is going to connect you to family. This is why I started the how important family is because when you're connected to a family, together that family has the designation now to raise an altar. At that altar, God meets you with fire. And I began to say to Apostle Nathaniel yes. earlier on that whenever you see fire, glory is not far behind. So Come I prophesy that every altar that we raise will be met with fire, and the fire will give way to um the fire will give way to the glory. Over to you, apostle.
0: Come on, apostle. You know, the Bible says that uh, Elijah gathered the people and the fire of God fell and the people turned back to the Lord. The Bible says when the people of God saw the fire, they fell on their faces Mm. and they said, Jehovah is God. And I believe that God wants to send fire, revival, miracles, not so Uh that we can be glorified or people can look how wonderful we are, but so that the world can know there is one God and Jesus is his name and the, and that that uh, his power is distinguished. And I want to encourage you listening, uh, building an altar, making a place for God is our responsibility. That's our job to build the place, the word uh, the word uh, altar means sacrifice. And it's our job to sacrifice. Whenever we want God's attention, we offer sacrifice, whether it's our time, Whether it's our resource, whether it's fasting, whether it's praying, whether it's singing, sacrifice draws the attention of God. But when we lay the right sacrifice on an altar, God responds with glory and with fire and the nation turned in one moment from idolatry. Back to righteousness, the nature. we say, well, there's nothing that can be done. Sometimes, Apostle, I can tell you the truth in the natural. My mind can look at what's happening in America and say there's no hope for America. I really enjoyed a few weeks ago. I was in Cape Town. I see Brother Livingston and Sister Nadine. God bless you on the line. Uh, it was a wonderful time to be there with yourself. And we were in Cape Town ministering. And good to see Pastor Wilmer on here. The Lord bless you, Pastor Wilmer Grove and the and the Living Pretoria East family. God bless you, man of God. All of you listening, all of our family were coming. Hopefully, uh, it looks like in November again for another raising the altar in Pretoria. It's going to be amazing in November. But we we were there, and and uh, the power kept turning off every, like, two hours. Uh, we couldn't make any phone calls. We're trying to get ready for church. We can't iron our clothes right. Uh, you're, you're trying to get ready and, and, and prepare in the dark with a phone. And the devil is a liar. And you can look at what's taking around, look look at what's happening in the nations of the world, the corruption, uh, the, the mishandling of nations, the mis, the misappropriation of resources, how uh, nations are, are, are struggling and the wrong leadership is in the wrong places. Mm. And I believe by the power of the Holy Ghost that there are sons and daughters of God that are about to be risen up that the the answer to the generation, uh, the generation uh, that is dealing with bondage and slavery for Israel when they're in Egypt, that answer is lies within the Moses. The answer... Uh, the answer in the time of Hadassah, uh, when the genocide is coming, is lying in Esther. The answer in the time of Joseph for all these kings, that is, he's got to unseat more than 35 kings. It's lying in, in Joshua. The answer for the for the famine that's coming, that's going to destroy the world. It's, it's found in Joseph, and God raises men and women of God, and we feel like we're insignificant, Apostle. What can one man do? What can one woman do? Well, there's nothing we can do, but if mm-hmm. God can find a man, a woman whose heart is surrendered to the Lord, he can change the world through one man. I say this often, that one man, uh, Moses and a stick, changed the whole world and Come shut on. down the greatest superpower on the face of the planet you see on that in that day egypt was a superpower they had the greatest military they had the Come greatest on. economic power they had the greatest technology they were building they they had the they had a they had a a super force of a nation and one man and a stick with God in him, shut down the whole nation and freed the people of God. Because God and us are not the minority. God and us are the majority. When we're with God, when we're in him, we can change the world around us. And God sees this thing as if it's already done. But we sometimes see the giants. So I want to encourage you listening as a possible was mentioned when that fire comes, the glory is behind it. And the purpose of glory is to bring what's called divine justice. The scales begin to be balanced. The Bible says an unbalanced scale is an abomination, which means when the scales, in our day, uh, we use weighers or we use... we use, uh, you know, so you put the you put the meat on there, and you you weigh you weigh the meat. It's a scale. It's a different word for scale. But in that day, they had balances, and they would put a certain weight on one side, and and they would weigh what what you uh-huh. put on the other side. What they begin to do is is pervert the the weight so they could get more for less. And then uh, this is a, a perversion, and this is a a corruption tactic to get more from the individual for less. And, and the Bible says to have an unbalanced scale, but also of justice, is an abomination. So what can we do? What can the righteous do? I want to encourage you listening. We build up an altar. You say, well, what good is fasting? What good is praying? What good is, what good is seeking God? What good is growing in the kingdom? You see, if God can find a man or a woman of God who will prepare themselves for okay. the day, uh, the day of exaltation, the day of manifestation, we're going to go back to that verse here. Uh, It's found in Romans chapter eight, verse 21. The Bible says all of creation will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the sons and daughters of God. So what is the answer to deal with corruption and bondage? It's the right ones being ready. You understand the Bible says one of the first things that happens when the glory of the Lord manifests is the the valleys become high, the mountains become low, the crooked become straight, the rough places become smooth. God does that. Glory does that. Glory takes what's out of order and brings it into order. Good to see you, Pastor Matt, all the way from India, one of our covenant sons in the ministry. God bless you, sir. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, Verse 21 says "The, the creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Bondage, slavery comes from corrupted leadership. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. Corruption is not just perversion. Corruption is not just wickedness. Corruption Mm. is perverted power, perverted authority. When a man or woman is in authority, when a man or woman is leading a city, a church, a nation, a government, uh, a nation, when a man is leading a business and that man or woman has authority but no character, they move in perversion. The one one word that's tied to corruption is bribery. They can be bought Mm. and paid for. They can be swayed because their motives are themselves and not the good of the masses. And Mm. what causes sin. Slavery in the world is perverted power. Men and women in authority, whether it's governmental authority, whether it's city authority, whether it's national authority, whether it's business authority, or even it's church authority. If men and women can be bought and paid for, if they can be bribed, if they can be intimidated, they will use their office for themselves or for the good of individuals, not the good of the nation. And that perversion produces slavery. It produces bondage where the nation should free its people and liberate its people and bless its people. It now becomes a government of slavery and taskmasters. And the only answer is the sons of daughters of God producing glory and liberty, that freedom. Verse 22 says that everything created is groaning in pain until now. The Bible says, waiting for the manifestation, verse 19, Romans 8, 19, for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. So I'll just put it this way. I'm going to pass it back to, to Apostle Phil. As long as David's not ready, Saul stays in position. I'm going to say that again. We've got to be careful with that reference. And everyone's a Saul that 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 hurts you. And everyone's a David, and they throw that around very easily. But I'm going to say this in the context: Saul does not fear the Lord. Saul fears the people. In the context, Saul worships. He he offers sacrifice, uh, not because he wants to worship God, because he feared the people. And the Bible says he took on the role of Samuel and the kingdom was ripped from him. But he stayed in position for more than 15 years in an office he was no longer anointed for. Some say almost 20 years in an office. And he was tormented by demonic power because the favor and the the purpose and the anointing to govern the nation was now on David. And the Bible says the only time that demon that was on Saul lifted is when he submitted to the authority of David through worship and when he worshiped that thing had to go. But David is developing in the backside of a wilderness, in caves, he's growing through fighting lions and bears, but he's destined for the palace. Our mind until David is ready, Saul stays in position. Until David is ready, the kingdom stays in the hand of influencers and leaders who are not moving by the Spirit of the Lord. And I want to encourage you you are that man. If you're listening, you are that woman that is called to change the world around us. Go ahead, Apostle.
1: My God, my God, such a powerful um, uh, context uh, to David and to Saul. You know, one of the things I'm I'm reminded of, you know, in Genesis chapter eight and twenty, the Bible says when Noah came out of the ark and like you mentioned at the beginning apostle that God looked for a man and God looked for a woman. When oh. we look at the bondage that surrounded Uh, the era, dispensation, epoch of time uh, surrounding Noah, there was all kinds of evil. The Bible says there was all kinds of evil to the point where even his brothers mocked him. I don't know who's listening to me tonight. Perhaps you feel like you've been mocked. Perhaps Mm. you feel like one that's isolated and you're sticking out like a sore thumb. I want to encourage you that God always seeks for a man. From that man comes a family. From that man comes a nation. From that man, whilst it may start with you, it never ends with you. This is where uh, uh, Nimrod got it wrong. He was anointed and he was skilled, but he remained uh, he remains fixated on his own ability. Yes. This has to flow. Let me say it like this. The destination of every river is an ocean. The mm-hmm. destination of every mm-hmm. river, I'll say it again. The destination of every river is an ocean. The origin of that river is a mountain. We have heard the mandate, the seven mountain mandate. The Question I'm going to ask you tonight is why do you want that mountain? If mm. you want the mountain, it must flow. What yes. does it mean for the river to flow to the ocean? It must. Touch the people. You are never gifted for yourself. You are never called just for yourself. You are never anointed just for you mm. and yourself. You are anointed, called, appointed. You are appointed for the nations. Come you on. are appointed to liberate the people. You are appointed to set captives free. You weren't appointed just for your own anointing. Mm. Those days are over. This Come is on. why we are saying it is the day of the saints. We are saying it is the day of the community. We must build community so that when we reach the top of that mountain what we get at the source can flow to the people and touch the people. I want to encourage you. Let's get over ourselves. Why? Because Noah had to get over his gift. Noah had to get over the fact that nobody wanted to follow him. Can you imagine if Noah was uh, if Noah was fixated and disappointed and he was uh, broken in his heart because nobody wanted to follow him. I yeah. want to prophesy even over this broadcast that the altar is going to give you a fortune yeah, to I, my I, God. Yeah. That altar is going to give you apostolic aggression. The altar is going to give you like pit faith that when you lock onto what God says, nothing is going to move you. You're going to stand, you're going to look at it and you're going to set your face like this Come is on. what God said and I'm not moving from what God why? Because when Moses, arrived, when Noah came out of the ark, the Bible says that he offered and he offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, mm-hmm. and it burned, and there was a smell that went into the nostrils of God. And Come when on. God smelled the sacrifice, He then now begins to establish a covenant. I want to say to you tonight, and I want to declare to you tonight that your altar is going to invoke a covenant of. Your life, my God. Mm-hmm. The altar is going to invoke a promise over your marriage. The altar is going to invoke a promise over your ministry. An altar is going to invoke a promise over your children. Because God said, I will never destroy the earth again. Here we see, here we see the liberality, the liberation of an entire nation. The mm. entire nation from an altar was simply watch Come this. On. Because of that sacrifice, yeah, God remembered what he promised Noah. Watch this. Then comes Jesus in the New Testament in the mm-hmm. kingdom parables, and J- Jesus makes a statement and he says, The kingdom of God is likened to a man who finds a treasure in a field. Once finding the treasure in the field, goes back. Buys up, uh, uh, sells everything, and then comes back to buy the entire field. What am I saying? The kingdom of God only advances, the kingdom of God only moves, the kingdom of God only progresses through sacrifice. If you are unwilling to sacrifice, what we put on the altar will not be recognized by God, because every altar demands a sacrifice. That sacrifice is the specification of what God requires. Sometimes God is requires you to sow that $10,000. Sometimes God requires you to give your house watch this. Many of us Apostle Nathaniel, imagine, imagine if we fully take our place as apostles in the earth as a banking system. Why do I say a banking system? Because the apostles gathered what the people sold. When you sell houses, now you step into the the mortgage and real estate anointing. And when you step into the real estate anointing, it opens up now the banking system. on. Here we see apostles as banking systems in the the book of Acts where now from their banking system there's no unmet need. Why? Because now they're bringing liberality. Now they're bringing freedom to the people. Now they are taking the people out of barely making it, they're taking the people out of the place of oppression, suppression, and all kinds of bondages, and setting them free. I prophesy that the old God will not feel the anointing right here. Mm. I mm. prophesy that even on this road, that God is going to raise up apostles that will have the ability to be a banking system, a realist State system like there was in the book of Acts, where now they disseminate they, 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 they disseminated it, they, they shared it and they sent it out where they saw fit and where they saw the need. I prophesy to you that God is gonna raise you up because of your altar. Why? Because every altar speaks dimensionally. I'll say it slowly. Every altar speaks dimensionally. What is a dimension? A dimension is the height of a thing. It's the width of a thing. Mm. It's the breadth of a thing. In other words, your altar is going to answer the thing that hasn't been answered in your life before. The altar is going to buy and secure your future. Why? The Bible says that Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. I want to declare to you that your future is going to get secured. At the altar, the earth, uh, listen to me. The earth was secured because of Noah. My God, come on, Can you come imagine? on. God never made that come covenant on. with Noah. God will continually destroy the earth because of sin, because of the nature of people. Mm. So I want to declare to you, every altar speaks dimensionally. But every altar actually speaks into your future. It not only speaks into your future, but it actually buys your future. I Come want on. to declare to you tonight, for everyone under the sound of my voice, that God is about to secure your future because of that altar. Over to you, Apostle.
0: Come on, Apostle. I, 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 the word of the Lord is is being released I need you to hear with your spirit ears. Apostle spoke about buying the field, which means the acquisition of land and property to possess the treasure in the field. Now, we know where those fields and the kingdom is is the earth is also in the earth realm. But let me also encourage you listening. There's some there's some transfers of land and property that have to hit the church. There's some, there's some education centers, some business centers. There's some buildings and churches that need to come into the kingdom of God. Bless you, Pastor Lorraine. So good to see you, Pastor Jaime. So good to see you, Sister Teresa. Welcome, welcome for the oral welcome. God wants to release the spirit of transfer. And the Bible speaks of this, that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And in order for this to happen, there must be legacy. That scripture says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children's children. And the Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. So how does inheritance correlate to uh, correlate to uh, the wealth being transferred? Because God is a God of succession. Apostle Come keeps on. hitting that button of, of family. And this is, we've heard this statement. It's exactly correct that the the church uh, becomes a hospital, then the, the hospital becomes a family, and the family becomes a military we, we, we train, and, but the, the nucleus of that army is family. Yeah. The nucleus of the hospital is family. The middle portion, we don't ever cease from becoming family. That's why we call each other brothers and sisters. That's why Paul spoke to Timothy and said, My son, I begot you, my spiritual son. And I know there's a lot of doctrine out there that doesn't like that, but I want to encourage you. There are those that went before us and their whole purpose is to shoot you further than they can go. The purpose of a father is to guide, to affirm and to build and to identify the purpose of a mother and to launch you into things that you don't have to pay for. Let me encourage you as a son or daughter. There are certain things you're not, you don't have to build. You don't have to have to, build from the ground up and not everyone's meant to spend 40 years trying to lay foundation you've got to do that thing in four years you've got to get it done in 36 months and you as your honor will bypass decades the honor of a person or an, an, an authority will launch you further than you could ever get in your own strength and so we're waiting five years, three years, six years, and we're looking at our clock and God's saying, don't you understand, I'm trying to give you what you couldn't earn in 60 years by honoring uh, the family, the authority. So let me let me encourage you, that altar is that place of encounter that draws the presence of the Lord. But remember, the, remember the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is a generational God. He, he deals with what was before, so he blesses what comes after. And I want to encourage you as Apostle was speaking about this this need to to possess land, this need uh, to buy the field, this need uh, of of the people. There's a scripture that came to me. uh, The scripture that came to me is Psalms 110, verse number three. Again, Psalms 110, verse three says, Thy people shall be willing in the day of your power. The people will volunteer freely. And, And there are times, Apostle, when there's seasons and appointed times when God has us do it alone. Noah has to preach a message that's never rained before. You mentioned Noah. Noah's preaching and no one's following, but him and his 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 and eight people in his family, him and seven others, and the water floods and the and he keeps building by the Spirit and he obeys the word of the Lord. And when Noah is done, then God sends the first drop. When Noah aligns in the Spirit, then God fulfills the promise. I want to encourage you. There are some promises that are going to be fi- be fulfilled. But Noah built for, for, for decades. He built something in the spirit for decades. And then he put his hand to it and began to build. And it finally came to pass. And it didn't seem like it fit anywhere. But let me encourage you. You're building something. And that altar, the, the word build, which means to erect, but you build from sacrifice. And Elijah's building an altar. Noah's building an ark. These both are places of meeting, a place of safety that the righteous can run into. And when yes, the sir. floods are are out there a raging, when the trials are flooding, and they say a lot of people talk about the church very, very roughly, Apostle. I mean, I, I say this, if, if people would talk about my bride, the way they talk about Jesus's bride, there'd be some problems. Some people, uh, there'd be some consequences. Praise the Lord. That's all I'm going to say. But they talk about the church roughly. They talk about the church, but it's safer in the ark. I know that there's mess in the ark. I know that there maybe is not a good sewage system in the ark. I know, Daniel, you're in the lion's den and it smells in there because you're, you're among the animals. But don't forget that God is closing the mouth of the lion. Don't forget the safety that that is in the ark and being in the body and in position and connected Mm -hmm. to a right place is covering us and keeping us for the day of the Lord is coming. It is a day of power. It is a day of influence. It is a day of overtaking. It It is a day of regions and cities being influenced by the power of God. And the key to this thing is seeing the altars of God activate. And we build altars in places but we are actually living altars. You go Come back on. to one Kings chapter eighteen, verse thirty. The Bible says he called, he called the people clear or near them. One Kings eighteen thirty, where we were earlier. The scripture says, and he called the people, and the people actually came, and he began to repair the altar that had been broken down. So here is what the devil wants to do: tear down the altars of Jehovah, erect and raise the altars of Baal, because altars are invitations for spirits and deities but I want to tell you, you are that altar. Remember, we always talk about this verse that uh, the word repair means rafa. So God healed the altar because the altar is living. You're that altar. You look at verse number 31, the scripture says, and, and he began to repair the altar. The scriptures, the scriptures, first Kings 18 verse 31, he repaired the altar. uh, And the Bible says with the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And uh, the scripture says he Uh, he, He built an altar and with 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came. So 12 stones, 12 tribes, 12 stones, each stone represented a tribe. You represent something. You represent a people. You represent you are a living stone. And when we come together, there's something we can do together that we cannot do apart. The Bible says where two or three are gathered in his name, there he Hmm. is. So there's power in your walk, there's power in your prayer, there's power in your decree, there's power in your prophecy, there's power in your fasting, and there's power in your decrees, there's power in your service. But when you add that, the Bible says one can chase a thousand. And two can chase 10,000, If that math keeps going, and three can chase a hundred thousand, and four can chase a million, and five can chase ten. We're talking about demonic imp- powers being being ejected. We we chase the enemy when we come together in, in the name of Jesus. And that's what that's what the way of the king is in the in the end of the month of May when we gather in London. That's what we'll be doing next week in RTA in St. Augustine, lifting up an altar. In the name of the Lord, decreeing that St. Augustine will see revival, declaring St. Augustine is one of the oldest cities in America. And we're going there and the pastors will tell you this, Pastor Michelle and Juan, either on the live or on the replay, they should be with us next week on our live broadcast to talk about the altar for next week. But they say that there's a lot of demonic uh, witchcraft in that city. Because the devil wants to take over altars. The devil wants to take over portals. The devil yeah, wants to yeah. influence. But I want to tell you and prophesy, God is about to send fire as never before and release for revival. Go ahead, Apostle. Amen. Amen. You know, just to
1: share testimony with some of you from our experience in um uh, St. Augustine um Florida last year. Last year. You know, we we encountered a few a few uh, witches. Uh, mm-hmm. um, that came to the building and uh, wanted us to sign some their Bibles. And when we looked at the Bible, um, it, it 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 looked very strange, and we refused to sign um, these Bibles by putting our name um, with our signature because anything you sign um, in the spirit of them has a legal attachment to a a legality in the spirit and we refuse to sign it and I want to declare this to you that God is going to give you discernment. God is going to give you an ability to smell. One of the things, one of the requirements of every prophet that came into a region and this is why we as prophetic people we have to come up higher. We have to function from a different perspective and a different place. So what if you prophesy personal prophecies? That is the lowest form of prophetic ministry. I'll say it again. Prophesying personal prophecy is the lowest form of prophesying. What was the responsibility role and function uh, of prophets in the Old Testament? One of their functions was to go in and to assess the smell and the smoke in a region. I'll say that again. One of the requirements a of a prophet in the Old Testament was mm. to go in to assess the smell and the smoke in a city based on the assessment of... Then discern and distinguish Mm. whether that was a wrong uh, uh, altar, whether that was a demonic altar, or whether that was an altar unto God. And based Mm -hmm. upon the smell and the smoke, they then could uh, pull down that altar. Because remember, one of the requirements of the prophets of old was to go into regions and to pull down a demonic altar. That's right. How do you think they pull down demonic altars? They pull down demonic altars based on the smell. One of the technologies of the prophetic is smell. What can yes. you do when you smell? Part of your smelling is actually your discerning. your Come on, discerning Apostle spirit. You are smelling what is in the region. This is why when prophets come to me and prophesy personal prophecy, I look at them and I take them, come up higher. Why? Because I want to know what's functioning and happening in the region. I want mm. to see if your ability can smell. Why do you, my God, can I teach this? Why do you come think the Apostle. Bible says of Abel, Abel was a prophet, yet of Abel there's no record of his prophetic expression. Hello, Mm. are you with me? There's no account of his prophetic decree. What Abel was known for, Abel was known for his ministration before the Lord at the altar. I'll say it again. This is why Abel's sacrifice was accepted unto the Lord and why Cain's sacrifice wasn't accepted at the altar. One of the requirements for our people in this day is to actually get back to the altar and get acquainted with how the altar smells because the altar is when the teacher knows what is the presence of God and what is not the presence of God I was yes. teaching this in Secunda and I make reference to this I saw quite a few people walk out because they thought I was in the flesh but I'm <laughs> going to say it again I'm going to say like this how do you know who God is with and who God's not with mm-hmm. by his presence that manifests let me say that very slowly how do you know who God is with and how do you know who God is not with? God is with people when he manifests his presence. Why? Because he honors Whatever God honors, he backs it with his presence. So this is how you know and this is how you discern who God is with and who God is not with. It's not by how you feel. It's by what manifests after his thought and and the altar from his expression now begins to speak. I want to declare that God is raising up in this hour men and women of God that are acquainted with the altar like evil was. Not because they have a prophetic gift. No. But because they are acquainted with the altar. I want to encourage you, get back to the altar. Come Where on. was the last time you laid flat on your face and you cried out to God and you said, God, Change my city. God Change my nation. Listen, you must remember that I said in the beginning of this broadcast that why do you want the mountain? Because every altar exists in a high place. This is why prophets prophet had to pull down the altars of Baal. Every altar is erected in a high place. Why do you want the high place if it's not to touch your city, if it's not to touch your region, if it's Come not on. to touch your, your, your family, if it's not to touch the things that need to be touched? I want to encourage you and prophesy even over this broadcast tonight that if you can get down to uh if you can get down to uh, uh, uh Florida next weekend, the flyers may come up. I want to encourage you to come and be a part of raising the altar. Let us raise the altar together because there's provision at the altar, there is deliverance at the altar, there's healing at the altar, there's breakthrough at the altar, there's uh, Get homes are restored, restoration, there's, 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 there's all kinds of miracles that take place at the altar. I want to encourage you, come down to uh, 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 St. Augustine Flores. May 19th, May 20th, and May 21 with Freedom South Campus with Pastor One and Pastor Michelle. It's going to be phenomenal. I want to prophesy this to you before I hand it over to God, Pastor. I want to declare to you that God is going to change your appetite, that God is going to give you a hunger, that God is going to give you a thirst, that God is going to give you a greater desire for the presence of God like never before. Why? Because your priesthood is needed in the season. The Lord says that I've made you a kingdom of priests unto me forever. I want to declare to you that God is going to awaken your desires like never before for the presence of God because your altar is going to speak dimensionally. Your altar is going to speak into your future. Your altar is going to secure what you couldn't secure in your own flesh. I want to declare to you that this is the day that God is awakening you to the realization that you need an altar in your life.
0: Come on, Apostle. Um, We're going to pray you've released something. Something's already stirring. Uh, One of the things that the altar does when prayer, fasting, and the word are lifted on the altar or a gift is it speaks, it releases a sound, and it begins to warn our bath. So we're going to continue that flow. I'm going to continue to pray right now. So we're going to pray over you listening. Apostles been flowing. Uh, The rivers are flowing. The fire is already stirring. But I just want to agree that those are listening under the sound of my voice would hear the sound of a change coming upon their life. That the altar, uh, the place of meeting between God and man, that place, that Mm. secret place encounter, but also that corporate encounter gathering those places of encounter are going to intensify i'll remind you that there are three altars that must be solidified in each believer's life number one is the private altar your prayer time your secret place and i declare right now there is grace for the secret place I'm going to decree that again, that there's an anointing for the secret place, that there was a grace on you for your secret place, that that private place of encounter with God is about to increase your time, your hearing, your seeing, uh, your worship, your intimacy. They're going to be downloads that come to you in that secret place. So I declare there's an increase, number one, of the grace of that secret place. Number two, your family altar what you're building in your home. Sometimes we've got to turn off the television, put away the tablets, put away the Xbox, put away the the Facebook, put away the movies, and put away and close that off, turn on worship, and as a family in our home, lift up our hands and say, Jesus, you are worthy. I'm not talking about at your church or not going to church. I'm talking about in your home, gathering everyone who is under your authority. If you're a mother and a father, gather those under your authority. If you're a daughter or if you're a son and you have just a few believers, gather them in your room. Find a place and make an altar, number two, with your family. Number three, the corporate altar. The place that you build for the kingdom of God to come for your nation. Your corporate altar is to influence your region, your city, and your nation. And that's why you see the flag behind me. So I'm gonna ask you, uh, uh, the flag is not just for America. This is not an American uh, podcast. This is a global podcast. I'm gonna ask you to put the name of your city and then and the flag of your nation the name of your state and the flag of your nation whether it's london whether it's south africa wherever you're watching the netherlands put that up we're going to begin to pray right now that these altars would be ignite uh, number one erected and ignited they would be elevated and they would be built and that god would send fire on private altars fire on family altars and fire on corporate altars that revival would come back and it would hit fresno it would hit south africa we're going to pray you over these regions right now. So Ronde de In, and I'm gonna pass it to apostle. He's gonna also pray. Lord, I pray right now over those under the sound of our voice that you would put that nation and the name of your nation next to it. So we can call that nation out. We declare in the name of Jesus that there will be a movement of God in the city, in the nation, in the territory of California and the United States of America. We lift up right now Arizona. We lift up right now Durban, South Africa. We lift up right now Johannesburg. We lift up right now every nation represented uh, in the in the earth realm right now and we declare the hand of the Lord over London the hand of the Lord over regions and territories we raise up a word and decree that we're not waiting till next week to see the altar. We want to see signs and wonders begin now. We want to see miracles and a breakthrough come through the airwaves and let bodies be healed, let minds be delivered, let, let hearts be mended, let families be restored, let the lost call on the name of Jesus, let the broken receive restoration internally. I pray it now that according to your word, that the presence of the Lord would come. And this is a sign that God, that the presence come. I invite the angel of the Lord's presence to come upon this broadcast and to begin to saturate the hearts and minds of your people that you begin to work right now with. they are watching wherever they are tuned in wherever they are plugged into this podcast whether it's live or on the replay we send the Word of God to heal to deliver we call on the angels of the Lord to war on their behalf to heal to set free to break chains to open the the prison doors to loose Lord the captive to give identity to the broken and the depressed and the weary and the heavy laden God I ask you that you give answer to pastors you give Answers to business owners, you give direction to apostles and prophets and bishops and leaders and men and women that are overseeing systems. God, give them downloads from heavenly realms, give them ears. Open the scrolls of the mysteries of the heavenly realms that we would hear your word, that we would know your way, that God, you would make clear to us wisdom, knowledge, and revelation. I pray this now and I pray an open heaven over every hearer of the word today that as they're lifting their hands where they are, that as as they're speaking in tongues where they are, that as they're calling upon the name of the Lord, fill their mouth with your words. I pray as you you touch the prophet Isaiah, as you touch the prophets of old, that you would take a coal off the altar and touch their lips of clay, and you would put your words in their mouths, in our mouths, that we would speak not our words, but the words that come from God. Give us the gift of utterance to be those that are instruments, that are vessels, God, ready for the master's use. Increase, Lord, and we pray that we would decrease. Manifest your power, your provision, your glory, your authority. We ask this now. Send the word now and make healing and provision. Go ahead, Apostle.
1: Father, we thank you even for the United Arab Emirates, God, even for your people out there. We thank you, Father, that you would give us inroads into that city, into that nation, into that region to go and raise an altar, an altar that will get the attention of heaven, that will change the land. Father, I thank you and I unite my faith even with the prayers of my brother that has been made on this altar. Father, I thank you that not long after this we would begin to see. Father God, the nations turn to God. That we we'll begin to see Father God, a manifestation of glory. We will begin to see Father God, a manifestation of provision. We would see a manifestation of healing. And I thank you, mighty God, even as we migrate from this altar, God, may we go with the blessing of God. And Father, I thank you even for the gathering that we uh, come together in St. Augustine. I thank you for the fire of God. Father, your word says, a fire goes before for you, and it burns up all your enemies. So, Father God, every impending enemy that wants to, Father God, distract and be diabolical in our way, the fire of God consume you. Father, I bring your people that are represented on this call tonight. Father God, I bring them before you and like the fire of God that consume, Father God, the fiery furnace. I thank you, mighty God, that your fire would answer for us today. I thank you that your fire will answer. I thank you that your fire will answer tonight. I thank you that your fire will answer tomorrow. I thank you that your fire will answer next week and the month and the continuation of this year. Father, I thank you that your heels melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. I thank you tonight, O God, that you would breathe your breath, O God, that you would breathe the ruach upon us. I thank you, mighty God, for the decree of the King is final. Father God, even as we converge in London, I thank you, Father God, that the way of the king will be established. I thank you for this convergence. I thank you for the coming together of gifts. I thank you, Father God, like the prophetic word that came to Ezekiel, prophesy, O son of man. Father God, we call forth the four wings, the four altars at the throne, God. We call for those winds to blow even over your people's lives, even over our broadcast and even over, Father God, raising the altar next weekend and the way of the king the weekend after. I thank you, Father God, for epic and iconic gatherings, that, Father God, it would be game changers in the lives of your people, that, Father God, it would be historic, that, God, it would be monumental, and that, God, it would speak for generations to come. I thank you that it will be an unlocking. Let there be an unlocking. I prophesy an unlocking even over this broadcast tonight. Everything that's got our money tied. Father God, I thank you for an unlocking. Everything that's got our businesses tied, let there be an unlocking. Everything that's got our marriages tied, let there be an unlocking. Oh God, Reba Sika I declare and prophesy an unlock it tonight. Let it be an unlocking in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you that the altar would speak on our behalf because we believe that an altar has a voice. So, Father, I thank you that the voice of God would begin to go into our tomorrow. The voice of God would go into our week. The voice of God would go into our month. The voice of God would go into the entirety of this year and into this decade. I declare that the word of the Lord would speak on our behalf and it will be an answer for us, O God. We thank you for an unlocking. I hear the Lord say an unlocking. There will be financial unlocking. There will be relational unlocking. There will be healing unlocking there will be an unlocking even in ministry group i hear the lord say get ready because there is an unlocking this day the spirit of the living god over to you apostle
0: amen i just agree with every word spoken and i declare that each region represented here today would receive an impact that wherever we are and wherever we're headed, the presence of God would meet us there. For you are the God which is and which was and is to come. You're the God which is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we seal every prayer spoken, and we ask you, Lord, bring it to pass in the mighty name of Jesus with miracles and with signs following this. We ask it now in the name of Jesus and we believe it's done. And if you agree with God's servant, somebody say amen and amen. We're so glad you're with us. I can see Pastor Michelle uh, is on. She is the 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 one of the senior leaders of Freedom, uh Freedom South Campus, her and her husband, uh brother Juan. We're gonna be there next weekend. It's they can put that up, that's fine. Uh, we're gonna be there next weekend, and that's gonna be May 19th through the 21st there they're going to give you that information please write it down we will be in florida we in saint augustine friday evening saturday morning at 10 a.m saturday night at six and then returning right back at 3 p.m sunday evening afternoon to to close off this amazing time apostle phil will be there so i want to greet you all i want to thank you all for being with us And that is going to be hosted by myself, co-hosted by Pastor Juan and Pastor Michelle. Uh, They're going to be moving mightily with us. Uh, It's going to be an awesome time of worship, impartation. Apostle Phil will be teaching and preaching Friday night, Saturday day. It's going to be amazing. I'm so grateful he's coming out with us. It's going to be awesome. So I want you to write down that information. Make sure you're going to add one more flyer, and the weekend after, uh, we will be it, at the way of the king. It's going to be an amazing time. We will be converging in London. And we've had the coronation of the king this uh, this past week and a half or so ago, a uh, week ago. And there's a move of God that's coming through out of London. So if you can get there, whether through plane, train, automobile, whether you got to take a donkey, get to London to get this impact Different ministers are coming in. Uh, My Church London, Pastor Ann, Apostle Phil will be hosting with our good friends. uh, The Place of Grace, they'll be partnering there, uh, and uh, it's going to be an amazing move of God. It's going to be awesome. Different ministers are coming from uh, United States, coming from South Africa, prophetess morgan will be there pastor wilmer will be there uh apostle howard pyrus will be there uh different ministers will be uh, uh coming it's going to be amazing it's totally free both of these events are free to register but you've got to put your name down because there's going to be an amazing move of god and it's going to be packed so make sure you're a part of that uh we're going to share a few a few more information before we loose and let you go Uh, For our local uh, events, we're going to be having Prophetess Sarah Morgan uh, next weekend here. That'll be on the 21st. She'll be coming the 21st while we're in London. And then she's jumping on a plane and going to meet us uh, while we're in Florida she'll be here well we're in florida then the next weekend she'll be out with us ministering in florida but that's on the 21st so there's a lot we're doing but i want to give apostle a, a quick moment to share any closing thoughts as we dismiss again those that are uh, getting ready to listening through our uh charisma podcast cpn want to, in a moment, prepare to let you know, uh, please share, rebroadcast, or re-share the link if you were blessed, if you were impacted. Apostle, any closing thoughts before we go?
1: Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for your time, family. We love you all. We can't wait to see you in Florida, and we can't wait to see you in London. We are ready to receive you in London. Please come. Whatever you got to do, I guarantee you I heard the Lord. The Lord spoke to us as clear as day, and we want to encourage you. Get to London. Get to Florida. It's going to be phenomenal and life-changing. We love you all. God bless you.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. And we can't wait for our next week. We'll have our Freedom uh, Global Podcast. And the plan now is to have Pastor Juan and Michelle. So they'll be with us, Lord willing, next Wednesday, right here on this podcast. They'll be sharing some insight. We're going to be going back and forth and, and uh, what we're expecting to receive in Florida, in St. Augustine. And that's uh, going to be an amazing time. So all of our Florida people, get ready. We're going to see you next week. And we can't wait to see you here. Please share. We like the broadcast. Let us know how you were impacted by the word of the Lord. And we can't wait to see you again soon. Amen. Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.